0: Hey guys, welcome to the Anchor Podcast, where we talk about current events and the everyday life as Christians. And I'm joined here by John, and you guys got me, Ricky. Dope. All right, let's get into it. All right, so let's talk about the major thing right now going on, not just in the United States, but around the world. And that's COVID-19, the coronavirus. And let's just dive into it. And just get started by saying, you know, like, it's scary. For sure. It's very scary. A lot of people are freaking out out there. For sure. Like, it's really something that, you know, has everybody on their toes, has everybody on the edge. Because it's something that's so new. And it, at this point, can't be fought. Like, there's no cure for it. There's nothing. And that is honestly scary. And, you know, like, obviously what I want to talk about right now is from the Christian standpoint. Right. Of, like, saying that, you know, no matter how rooted you are... In your faith, you know, I think there's your human side that's saying, you know, I'm scared.
1: Right. Definitely. Or or for loved ones, you know, maybe not for yourself, but for people that you love and stuff like that. Yeah, you know?
0: of course. I mean, we're talking about things that they say, you know, attacks the elderly. Mm-hmm. We're talking about grandparents. We're talking about our parents. And, you know, small ones, too. We're talking about children, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins. And, you know, that's all going in your mind. And you're asking yourself, what's going to happen? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and and something, you know, we all have to remember is that God is sovereign. God is in control. And you know, and you know, I'm speaking to myself because I tell that to myself every day. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like, I have to keep my faith strong and know that God is in control of my life and in control of our family's lives. You know what I mean? Like like it's easy to dive into that fear.
1: But would you say that like would you say that there's times when you're like legit scared?
0: Heck yeah. Like (laughs) legit. Like I'm there's times that I'm like Oh my gosh, like what if I can't breathe? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a serious fear. Like I'm thinking to myself, like, what if I wake up and like I'm like gasping for air? You know, because that's 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 something that
1: is that one of those things that happens? Yeah, I, I, like, I, I don't it know. affects
0: your your breathing. Like like your lungs are like literally getting destroyed. And you know, and it's and you know, I'm not here to, you know, put fear into everybody, but to lift up everybody mm-hmm. and say that, you know, be precautious. You know, be cautious of all the things that you know you can do, like wash your hands, obviously, hand sanitizer all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? And keep your distance. Right. You know, like me and John right now are like six feet apart. Six feet apart. Just kidding, there's video, so they're probably gonna see that we're not six feet apart. (laughs) But we're not coughing on each other, so we're chilling. Um, but yeah, man, like just have faith in God. You know, because um our faith is for sure. Going to be tested. What,
1: what would you say to people who are like, I'm not going to take precautions because, like, I have God?
0: I say you need to be prudent. Like, mm-hmm. the Bible says, do not test God. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, of course, we have our faith that God is in control, but what if, because we need to understand that God's will is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's your time, this is something scary, but like, if it's your time, then it's what? Your time. You know what I mean? If it, yeah. It's like, that's something scary because, you know, one thing that we have to know is that God's will is for us to be safe, to be healthy, and to be all these type of things, you know? And and what I'm here to say is that we need to be prudent with our words because there's Christians out there that are actually scared. Yeah. And if we tell someone like, hey, dude, come on, why are you even scared? Like, you know that God, then they're going to be like, am I a bad Christian? Like, am I not right with God? Like, is there something going on with me? And I, I, and I just think that as Christians, that's not what we're here to do right now. Mm-hmm. we're not here to make people doubt their faith. Right. We're here to...
1: But, but I like what you're saying, because, like, first, before we can even get to that, like, we have to make sure that we're in a good spot ourselves, oh, you know, exactly. not, like, being precautious, but not really being afraid, you know? Like, I, I like that. That's dope. I'm vibing on that.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, like, I'm you're not going to be a Christian and be like, oh, I'm never washing my hands because God's in control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're not going to be disgusting either. But, you know, I I understand where you're coming from, like, Because there's Christians out there that are like, well, I'm going to go outside because I know God's protecting me. me." Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you need to be smart. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if you catch that disease because you were not being careful. Right. Then it's, like, on you, you know. We make our own decisions. We make, you know.
1: And then the worst part is you could also affect other people. Yeah. It's it's not just, like, about yourself, you know. But, like, I like it, you know. Because, obviously, like, we have trust in God and our God is above everything and and God has his plan for all of this. But, you know. For sure, I, I agree with you that, you know, we have to have a peace, peace at heart,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Because um, speaking of peace, that's a big thing right now because it's not easy to have peace. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially right now. There's there's people saying like, right now, the US has the most cases around the world. I mean, that's like crazy. Yeah. That's scary. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how am I going to tell someone like, dude, just, you know, like my dad's famous words then pass yeah have peace like have peace i like, know it's scary people are thinking like first of all am i going to have a job oh yeah where am i going to make money mhm what am i going to eat like people are freaking out they're buying all the toilet paper yeah like that's like people are going into panic because mm-hmm. of all of this you know and and to have peace is something that we are for sure for sure for sure all looking for right now and speaking of that i believe that right now is where people are going to be more willing to hear about Jesus.
1: Yeah. People are more sensitive to that or looking for answers mm-hmm. or looking for hope. You know, yeah. if anything, they're looking for hope.
0: And that comes into play, your testimony. Oh, yeah. Because if people see that, you're not only, you know, being, you know, taking precautions on all that, but you're like, oh, you know what? I know God's in control. You, they see that you're not panicking. They see that you're not scared. They see that. They're going to be like, what are you on? Like, yeah. What are you thinking? Like, how are you so calm right now? Like, how are you even enjoying just being at home? Mm-hmm. And it's just like simple answer, Jesus, I know he has my back. I know that he's in control of my life. I know that I'm healthy because of him. I know that no matter what happens, I can trust in him, yeah, and that that's just gonna throw people off mm-hmm. because
1: like and then sure. like like you know, I think that's even <laughs> a, almost a challenge for us as Christians sometimes because. It's so hard to let go and just trust in God completely. But in these times when it's literally the only answer, I feel like God is also trying to teach us that of just having that peace so that we can also show it to other people. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get, get you because, you know, people say actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. You know, as pastors, we say, you know what? Like you'll find peace in Jesus. Yeah. But let's put ourselves like we're scared too. You have a whole family. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my parents and my fiance, like we don't know what's gonna happen, but this is where we stand tall and say, you know what? I know God is in control. Yeah. And we live it. We just don't speak it, but we live it. You know what I'm saying? Because our young adults, your teens, our teens, they're all looking for answers. They're all looking for, you know, something to hold on to and what we can hold on to, and I'm here to tell that to everybody, is God's promises that we find in his word. You know, Mm -hmm. and and it's something that I motivate everybody to start doing it every day since we're all stuck are stuck at home. Basically, let's read our Bible. Nice. Yeah. Let's let's just dive into the word of God, like the living word of God Mm -hmm.
1: for people who who don't read the Bible or who don't are not used to reading the Bible. What is somewhere that you would direct them to in this time? What where what is a book? What is a where would you
0: send them to right now? I mean, there's, there's, there's psalms, mm-hmm. a bunch of psalms. that we've Easy start. Good, yeah. go easy start. Um, sure. Or just a story. You know, I have this devotional that I was going to share, and it's in Matthew chapter 8 and um, verse 23, and I'll start reading it if that's, if go that's fine. It, go and for it, go says, for it, go Then Jesus got into a boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Hmm. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed and asked, who is this man? Even the winds and waves obey him. And just that story right there, I want to focus on that story. Why? Because that shows, and I focus on this every time that I preach it, the disciples that have walked, have seen a miracle that Jesus can do, the power that he has, they were scared. Mm Mm-hmm. These are people that physically were next to Jesus, that listened to his voice physically. They heard it every day of their lives that they were spent during this time, right. the time that they spent.
1: And not, not only that, there were also fishermen in there who have faced their own storms.
0: Exactly. But they were scared. They were scared. Big storm. And they came and came running to Jesus and they woke him up. And then Jesus wake up like all chill, like, oh, guys, okay, don't. <laughs> no, the, Jesus straight up told them, you men of little faith. I mean, that's, that's that's tough.
1: That's tough. That's, that's up front.
0: Yeah. And it's true because what he expected them to have is to have hope in Jesus. Right. So, what did Jesus do? He got up and literally rebuked the winds and the waves, and they listened. So, I want to take for you, I want you guys to take a moment and reflect on this. We're all going through a storm right now. Mm hmm literally going through it that we legit feel like we're all gonna die that's what the media like that's what the media is saying like guys like y'all dying like it, it's it's scary what the media is portraying yeah like it, it honestly is like if you haven't seen the news like dude just stay away from it like, yeah
1: it's you, funny but it's also like like it's funny like to hear like that we we all feel like we're gonna die but it's it's a real thing you know because that's what they're portraying like you're
0: saying yeah and so what i'm saying here is that god is in control Of this storm. God can get rid of this storm in your life. And I want you to truly believe it because Jesus is here for you. And I want you, I want you to take this moment of isolation wherever you are, just being at home all day to truly focus and just rekindle that passion with God if you've lost it. Like honestly, just get close to God. And you've never heard of God, I've heard of this man called Jesus Christ. Then you know what? Read your Bible. I will appoint you to Matthew, to the apostles that you can learn of. I mean, Yeah, the gospels where you can learn about this man named Jesus and where this man came to earth to literally save you, to literally save us. And God is here today to save you. Mm -hmm. From whatever storm you're going through, he is here to calm that storm, to give you peace, to give you hope. That's what we're talking about today. That's what we want to focus on today. Because guys, we're not going to lie, we're living in scary times. But although times are scary, God is above all of that. Yeah.
1: And it's not like, you know, these are these are words that we hear maybe a lot, you know, in, in churches. Like, oh, Jesus gives you peace. God, God will help you through the storm and stuff. But it be, it, it's only words until you make it a reality in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: If right now, wherever you are listening to this, in whatever situation, maybe you're listening to this when, you know, the whole coronavirus thing is over. You're going through your own storm. Um, if you make it a reality where you let go of your fears and all that, and just leave it in God's hand, like you will have peace. And I'm not saying that because I read it in the Bible. I'm saying that because I've lived it in my
0: experience. Yeah, that's 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 what I love. A lot of times is just hearing people's experiences.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because people will say like, you know, I read it a thousand times. Yeah, but nothing has happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then boom, someone comes like, but you know what? I've lived it, and you can live it too. Mm-hmm. You know, people think that you know a lot of things in the Bible are subjective. To only a certain people but like everybody and everybody I mean everybody can experience the love the grace the mercy and the power of God like it's it's just amazing just thinking about that like no matter what your past has been and I'm speaking about current times right because we're we're being faced you know with the word death a lot
1: yeah
0: so many deaths have happened in this place so many deaths have happened in the us so on and so forth so you're thinking okay what happens when I die, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's, that's a serious topic and, you know, a scary question. Yeah. You know, speaking about, you know, a non-Christian or Christian, like what happens when I give my last breath? Yeah. You know, and speaking from a Christian standpoint, you know, like I ask you guys today, like I'm gonna get real with you guys. Do you know where you will end up when you give your last breath? I, that's like something that we don't think about too much. We don't. We don't like to think about it. Mm-mm. Because I, I tell them when I used to preach to the teens, and I preach now to the young adults. It's like we, you guys think you guys are immortal. Like you guys think you're gonna live forever. Like you guys live life like you have the rest of the eternity to you guys. Like you'll say, I'll get right with God someday. You know, yeah. like once I'm forty, once I'm fifty. But hey, guys, sorry to break the news for you, but. Life isn't forever, you know? Like, there's a time that you're going to give your last breath. And I'm not here to scare you guys, although it is scary. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But um, I truly, truly, truly worry about your spiritual lives. Like, I want everybody to be sure that when they give their last breath, they're for sure going to heaven. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing about it is that everybody can go to heaven. Like I was saying, it doesn't matter about your past. God sent his only son so that every sin that you've committed will be what? Forgiven. Yeah, And that's open to anybody and everybody. So in this moment that you're running in panic, your mind's thinking so many things about death, about your family, about whatever. I just want to tell you that the answer to all of those worries, his name is Jesus Christ.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like honestly, just focus on that. Like just reflect on that. Like what has Jesus done in your life? And you say, well, he hasn't done anything. Well, let's talk about it. Why hasn't he done anything? What's going on in your life? Have you truly been living the Christian life? Or have you just been saying that you're Christian?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because there's a clear, you know, distinguish like, the thing to distinguish between that. Living it and just saying it. You know, because you guys that have grown up in in, in church, you know, you guys will say, you know, well, I go to Sunday. I go to church every Sunday. But like, are you truly listening to the sermon that's being, mm-hmm. you know, and now that our pastor John is preaching every Sunday in English or has been preaching, I don't think there's any excuse. Because we we all know that famous excuse, well, I don't understand Spanish. Right. And those of course that come to Bethesda. There's no excuse, guys. Like John is like every Sunday preaching a sermon in English. And I'm saying that like you guys have heard the word. You guys have, you know, been shared the word through John and whatever you're going through, honestly. If you're saying, you know what? I can't hear Jesus. I can't hear God. I can't feel God. I'm telling you right now that we're stuck at home. Let's talk to him. like Let's get right with him. Let's get close to him. Let's just get right with God. Let's dive into his word. You know, like, I'm telling you, man, times are scary, but like I said before, God is above all of this. If you're suffering from anxiety attacks, from panic attacks because of all the danger, of all the things going around in the world right now, I'm here to tell you that God will calm all your fears, all your anxiety, all your worries. I promise you that. But where does it all start? By you reading the Bible, where he will tell you how he will calm those fears, how he will calm your anxiety, how he will do all of these things. So guys, um, I know we're tired of listening about hope. COVID 19. I know we're tired of talking about, you know, the coronavirus, but it's a reality that we're living in. But if we have God in our side, God at the center of our lives, of our every prayer, saying that to protect our family, to protect our lives, then He will get us through it. God will get us through this situation. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to add on, Pastor John?
1: It's it's just is I know it's difficult i know there's a lot of thoughts in our heads but i I, you know i agree completely with you you know jesus as as christian as that sounds jesus is the answer and maybe you know you 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 can't connect with them you have a hard time but you know we have to we have to look for the way i believe like you said reading the bible is a great way to start listening to worship music listening to a Mm. sermon listening to this podcast you know everything you're doing when you do, even if they're little steps that you're taking towards God, it's already helping you be better and, and helping you have peace. And, you know, just also like Pastor Ricky said, reaching out to others, helping people out, being, being that example of love and, and hope to other people. It's a whole, everything has changed. You know, like uh, our pastor was telling us the other day, everything has changed and we have to be able to adapt as Christians to the situation around us.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, of adapting, like, Thank God for technology. Oh yeah, am I right? Like yeah, like we can reach out to you guys that are you know because we can't meet anymore. Mm-hmm. That's that's sad, you know. Because it's good times when we get together. Oh yeah, you know, just having communion and just fellowship with each other. That's I miss it. Oh me too, bro. And we you know it, it's tough, but you know thank God for technology because we can reach out to you guys. Like we're here yeah. talking to you guys. Yeah, you know about God, about the situation, and you know um, it's just amazing. That we can do that, you know, and and it's, and it's amazing and beautiful how this church is adapting. You know, we're doing um, Zoom conferences, we're doing Bible study through Zoom, we're doing Bible studies through um, Instagram Live. Like, yeah. we can reach out, you know, you guys are not alone. Oh, yeah. Just put it that way. Like, of course, God is with you. But we're here for you too, you know, John and myself. Like, if you need to reach out, you know, there's Instagram, Twitter, our our phone number, whatever it is, you guys can reach out. We'll pray with you. You know, we'll we'll talk to you, whatever you're feeling, because just remember, you are not alone. And um, you know, for for those that are from Bethesda, you know, and those that have not been, you know, kind of involved, you know, they they haven't been listening in to the Zoom things, you know, I just want to announce that we're gonna be starting. Soon, in the future, a virtual church. and I just want to talk about this real quick because I'm excited Me because too, I you really know, am. Um, we we're talking about it last night in the meeting that we're well, not meeting in the get-together, I guess you can say that we're having through Zoom that Pastor Ronald shared a devotional and all this type, and he started talking about this idea. And the first thing that came to my mind is that we're not limited limited to our own community now. Yeah like there's so many people that can join now, like all over the world.
1: And not only that, but I think us as young people, uh, we have a, a big advantage. I mean, it sounds kind of messed up, but we have a big advantage over, like, all the other ministries in our churches because, like, we understand it. You know, most of you guys, if you guys have parents that go to our church, you guys are probably helping your parents out with Zoom when you guys easily can get on it and, and you guys know the drill and you guys know how to do it because most of you guys' your schools are doing it. But we have a big advantage on this. And this is kind of like our territory in that sense of, yep. like, virtual church and virtual services.
0: Yeah, so I'm super excited for this, and um, John, I know he's super excited, Yeah, and um, I just pray that, you know, it can take off as soon as possible, mm-hmm. honestly, and I ask that you guys be praying for this idea and vision that was put into our pastor's heart, um, because I just believe that it's going to, it's just going to take off.
1: Yeah, and it's also important to mention that it's not just going to be during what we're going through, the pandemic right now, mm-hmm. it's going to stay, yep. like we're going to continue that
0: afterwards. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Like that's, dude, church is doing amazing things because of God and through our pastor that just has so much vision and a heart to serve that he's just, he he said like, since he's been locked in Mm -hmm. at home all day, he's just been thinking about new things, new projects. And I, guys, I motivate you, get involved. But you're saying, well, how am I going to get involved if I'm stuck at home? No, get involved in the Zoom meetings, like talk, because he always says, what do you guys think? And nobody talks. Oh you know, yeah, I hate Bible that, bro. study. That happened. I, I was like, "All right, guys, who wants to pray?" Thirty minutes. Like, yeah. nobody wanted to pray. And
1: like, I mean, I know it's not your guys' problems, but it's super <coughs> dismotivating. It's super sad. And we're we're obviously like we 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 deal with it. Yeah. But like, it'd be nice if you guys did that or shared it with a friend, invited a friend, you know?
0: Yeah, because I mean, we still want to get involved. Like, we still want to interact. You know, because. I want to talk to you guys, you know, like we, we, we want to be part of your guys' lives because like I said before, and we've been saying, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, just because we've been called to an isolation at home, you know, first of all, quick commercial, get close to your family, <laughs> like kids, like be with your parents, enjoy them, you know, like reestablish a relationship that you didn't have with them before. I forget about this. Fine. You want to talk about it. Like reestablish that relationship. Get close with them, you know, because they're scared for you. Oh yeah. Like they're scared for you. Yeah, and if they... you're not scared of them, for them. Like start praying cuz <laughs> it's something to be, you know, and you know, have that in your mind.
1: Yeah, and they're probably like really scared more more than anything. They're afraid, you know, you guys don't have kids, so when you have a kid, like you don't even care what's going on around you, as long as your kids are okay and and whatever. So, like you know, show them that you're okay, or if you're not okay, talk to them about it. You know, guy, I feel like we can definitely use this this situation to better our relationship with our parents, with our siblings. Which I know siblings yeah. are annoying. My brother David's the most annoying kid ever, but we have to we, we have to work hard for those things. You know what I mean?
0: Totally agree, man. Like speaking about siblings, like you guys that have, for those that don't know. I'm an only child. Life gets pretty boring at home. Like, I've been playing Fortnite with my homies, John, Eva, <laughs> David, Alex, every day, all day, almost, because, you know, thank God for my fiance. Love her to death. I go over, since I have that freedom still, that's, hopefully it doesn't come to an end. But, um, but you guys that have brothers and sisters, like, man, like, honestly, like, you guys can talk about so many things that are going on in your life. Like, even if you're older or younger, like, you guys can just talk about, like, dude, I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what's going to happen to my dad, to my mom? Like, you guys can rely on each other. And I just think that's beautiful and especially needed right now. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I just think that, you know, get get close, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, so that we can get close, love each other, hug each other. Because these are scary times and we need our family. You know, and if, you, if you're if you having trouble with your parents, with your brother, your sister, Pray. You know, pray that you know either you can forgive or they can forgive, whatever it may be. Pray and talk to God. Like I said, man, in this moment of isolation, man, you can talk to God all day and all night, honestly. But like we were talking about virtual church, pray about that. We're excited. Yeah. And Zoom when we're having Bible studies, guys, interact. You know, if if Pastor John is saying, you know, read this passage, read it. Like, I understand people are shy. Oh yeah. But it's so motivating if people interact. Like, it pumps us up also, you know, like, to hear. And
1: it's funny, like, Pastor Ronald, like, he doesn't take that. He's like, turn your camera on right now. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. care whether you're, just turn your camera on right now and your mic, like, you know.
0: <laughs> just fun fact. Fun fact for those that, he, like, people be having their cameras off. My dad called them out. Pastor Ronald be like, what are you doing with the camera on? Off. Turn it on. Turn it on. Like, straight up. <laughs> and I love that. I love that about it's Pastor. It's so cool, he, yeah. He's so straightforward. Like, because Pastor loves everybody. Oh, yeah. And we were just talking about this earlier, like, He has a love for the church and, you know, for those that tune in Wednesday nights, he just started bawling when he said, like, I miss you guys. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And, you know, it's just amazing to hear that and see that from a pastor. It's genuine, you know? Exactly. That word, genuine. Like, not... It's a genuine love. Like, it's not fake. It's not just because he wants to have numbers or whatever. It's because he honestly loves each one of us. And that's, like, beautiful, you know, and... For those that don't want to reach out to John and I, you know, you can reach out to pastor. Mm No, you you can reach out to him, talk to him like, pastor, you know, I need prayer. I need this. I need that. Like he's on it. He's, he's waiting for phone calls. He's reaching out to everybody. You know, he can't do it at once, but he's reaching out. And I just think that's amazing. Honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, he gave me a phone call the other day. He was telling me that he's going through all his contacts, calling everybody. Yeah. So if you haven't called him, he hasn't called you. It's probably because you're not on his contacts. Text him. But uh, he called me. He's just like, you doing good. How's your son? How's your wife?" I brahma. I got other people. <laughs> and I was like, but no, but it, it's nice. You know, it feels cool to, to know that we are not alone. And, you know, I think what through everything we've talked about, it's just very evident. We have our, our parents, our siblings, our, you know, our, you guys have us, you guys have your church, your pastor, you know, you, you guys are not alone and you guys are not going through this alone. Like we're all in the same boat and we're all trying to help each other out.
0: Yeah. I think that's, that's. Something that we for sure need to do is help each other out because I'm um, gonna get a little personal right now. I hope my fiance doesn't get mad, but my fiance, she 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 suffers from panic attacks. And the um, reason why I'm talking about this is because I don't know how many of you actually suffer from panic attacks, yeah. anxiety attacks. Like, this is something that, you know, a lot of you can be going through, especially at this time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm not knowing what the future holds. And um, why am I talking about this? Because reach out, you know, oh, reach yeah. out to your friends, reach out to, you know, how are you doing? How are you holding up? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm, tell them that you're here for them, you know, like tell them that you can pray for them. Tell them that you're there to talk to. Like, I just think that's important.
1: Yeah. And then like nobody goes around and, and, and nobody posts on social media like, hey, I'm having anxiety, you know, yeah. like, no. I mean, there's some people that do, but that's not really the style that everybody does. You know, mm-hmm. usually people keep it in. But they're dying for somebody to hit them up. And, yeah. you know, you got personal. I'm going to get personal, too. Like, I told my my youth on, on Wednesday, um, man, I've been feeling lonely. You know, I've been feeling, like, really alone. Like, I have no friends. Like, nobody cares about me. And these things are, like, they are attacks of the enemy. But they're, they're like, so easy to have right now. Because everybody's, everybody's bored at home, not wanting to do anything. So nobody's texting you. Nobody's checking up on you. And you just feel alone. And, again, I didn't post anything on social media. I didn't say anything. But I was hoping the whole time that somebody would text me or, or, or call me up you know and and I have my wife and, and she loves me but I always feel like she has to love me because she's married to me so but you know
0: reach out to somebody try and help somebody out yeah for sure and you know speaking to our young adults and our teens like guys text each other mm-hmm. you know hit each other up like hey man how you doing like hey what's up girl like like what's the cheese met today or something <laughs> you know whatever is going on in your house I don't know but just talk you know just get involved and um be a part of it and um honestly like whatever you can do just simply reach out yeah like it's it's as simple as that just reach out and um, honestly guys motivate the goal for this week reach out to one person at, at least. least at least yes, for sure at least and um and let's try to reach out to one different person each week yeah you know i think that's that's a fun thing to do
1: it's fun and it's good and it's healthy you know i think it's so important man you know the church And it's been something that's been said a lot. Probably every church is saying that the church is not the building. The church is the people. The church is people gathering together, checking up on each other, seeing, you know, let's let's be nice. A lot of people are are hoarding up all the food. If you have some extra food and you know somebody who doesn't have some, you know, obviously keep your family in check. Make sure your family is good. But if you can, help out, you know, see what you can do. Uh, Our church as well, Saturdays, uh, are having a food drive. You know, donate it to the food drive. Invite people to the food drive because our church is already doing that. So, you know... The church is alive and the church is right now. You are the church. You Amen. are doing, you are supposed to be reaching out to people mm-hmm. and, and you know, don't think, oh, I'm not a holy person or I'm not whatever, you know, just do it. Just do it. It's going to help somebody out. It's going to help you out with your relationship with God and, and it's doing God's
0: work, you know? Yeah. Amen. I, pff, Dude, on the nail with that, because especially right now, the church needs to be present. Oh, yeah. And like you said, like people are saying, it's not the building. It's us. hmm you know, as the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ, we are the church. Just because we can't meet at a building doesn't mean that there's no church. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's um, any means necessary, help someone out. Yeah. You know, take the um, the safety measures that you need to take. But for example, like what the church is doing, our church is doing, you know, giving out food. Yeah. That's just amazing because, you know. Um, I'm so proud of my church. Yeah. I'm. Not to boast or be prideful, but I'm just proud. Oh, yeah. Like, we're just super proud because the church is putting in work. And, you know, to all the brothers and sisters that are, you know, risking their lives. Oh, yeah. Literally risking their lives. God be with them. And God, you know, is for sure going to reward them because that is such a huge sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know, and we know that God is control and God is protecting them. And, you know, because they're doing God's work. Yeah. You know, they're serving. They're, you know, they're helping people. They're... They're just, oh my gosh, so amazing. I love those people. I love each and one of them. And be praying for them. They're the chaplain ministry. And even the people that are even chaplain just here helping. Oh, yeah. You know, just thank God for them. And like I said, this is the time for the church to be present. Like John was saying, like just because we're not ma- meeting in a building doesn't mean that we can't be a church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like in moments of panic, this is where the church needs to stand tall and say that we are here for the people. Just as Jesus came to save And to serve, not to be served, but to serve. We need to be the same. We need to do the same. Yeah. You know, because it's easy, you know, to just say, you know what, God did this, God did that, so you guys need to do this, but okay, what are we doing?
1: Mm -hmm. Or point fingers and say, oh, the church should do this, the church should do that. You know, Mm -hmm. how about we start doing it too, you know?
0: Yeah, I completely agree. So, guys, if there's any future events that, you know, we can get involved, you know, I highly encourage all of us, including Mm -hmm. myself you know, to take time and just help out at least one Saturday, you know, but as of right now, it's just limited to chaplains, but just right. be, you know, hearing out for those new events. Yeah, just
1: have yeah. a heart to like serve in whatever situation yeah. or, or not even church related. Like if you see somebody who looks down, you know, six feet away, talk to them or, or whatever, you know, like be ready to serve God in wherever he puts you in whatever situation he puts you. The Bible says that, uh, we do work that he predestined. So he's preparing things for us to do. And we just got to be ready for that.
0: Amen. I completely agree. That's, oh, that was amazing. That's awesome. That That's just so, that's awesome to hear because honestly, man, as a pastor, like it's just beautiful how God works because, you know, we plan to do a podcast, but I didn't plan to God talk to me, for God to talk to me right now. And just through that, like God spoke to me because, you know, it's easy to be just sitting at home, but whatever comes our way, whatever opportunity comes that we can talk about god let's take it Mm -hmm. you know because like you said just because you know speaking of people that aren't even christian if you just see someone of course six feet away right talk because they might be going through something they might be down you know and so man thank you for that honestly that was that was amazing it's just god amen um but yeah man let's get past this covid19 subject Mm -hmm. And honestly, guys, I motivate you to tell us what would you like to hear about. Oh yeah, you know what would you like to talk for us to talk about? Because that's what we're here for, you know. Mm -hmm. To talk about subjects, to talk about things that are going through your mind, things that you're struggling with. You know, there's a lot of things. You know, stealing, um, cursing, sex, drugs, whatever it may be. You know, we're here to talk about the Christian reality, the Christian daily life. We're talking here about current events, so. Whatever you guys want to hear about, you know, we're going to post something soon so that you, you guys can suggest so you guys can get involved.
1: Right. And share this podcast with people, too, you know, um, with whoever you think might need it or, you know, just whatever it is you're doing. You're driving down the road, listening to it. You know, I don't know. Just share it with somebody.
0: Love it. So I think on that note, we're closing our first podcast.
1: We're cr- closing... Our first podcast. Hopefully, you guys liked it. You know, we like doing it. It was fun. It was, it was really a little—it's it's a little complicated. Obviously, different things. But you know, I think we're still doing ministry, and hopefully, this has also blessed you who are, who are listening to this. You
0: know. And I just want to end with one last passage right, from the one, Bible. One more. That's all. one more. This is the last one. I promise. All right. I promise. So this is in Psalms chapter forty-six. We'll start off on verse one, and it says, "God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble." Mm. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress.
1: Amen to that. God bless you guys. God bless.